We're back, we're back. Hey guys, thanks for bearing with us uh, as we had, um, yeah, crazy technical difficulties this morning. Uh, but it's, that's all part of what we were talking about At earlier. At least you just know that we're live. Yeah. You know yeah, some yeah, so shows true, that true. say that like, the, the morning shows are like, we're live, and you're like, no, you're not. We're live. We're live. <laughs> we're live. Absolutely 100% live. So it's really good to see you guys this morning. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, we just we're gonna actually let's just hop into church. We already uh, said something on the other video, so if you were with us, you heard it. But if you if this is the video that people will rewatch, so we just want to explain again that this is Kyle. I'm Hi. Danielle. I'm Kyle. <laughs> and Welcome thank to, you for being a part of uh, online church with us at Connect Church. And um, on whatever platform you happen to be watching on today, there's going to be a link tree. Uh, like connect you know link link yeah. link, yeah. link i think that's what always throws me about that's that link tree link mm -hmm. yeah and that's a way for you to just check us out and see what we're about and just see what we believe and see our heartbeat and um so yeah we welcome you to to utilize that uh whenever you feel like you want to get to know us <laughs> this morning <laughs> maybe I don't know, this I morning this i don't morning. know so you're gonna <laughs> but yeah but, but thank you guys for staying with us nah, and sticking out, with man. us thank i know you. that it's, it's actually one of the things that we're going to be talking about today is just how we've all been affected in by change um, and how it has just affected our new norm. <laughs> and if you don't roll with that type of thing, particularly, <laughs> um, I mean, it's 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 just what we're it's just our reality right now. I so. love change as long as it's stitched within what I want it to be. I think you like change as long as you're the one changing things, right? Done right. Right? I yeah, mean, isn't that what most of us are like? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, anyway, yeah. so why don't we pray? Yeah, let's pray. Okay. Father, we thank you. Daddy, thank you for just everybody who's joining this morning, everybody who yes, is live God, today, everybody you. who's going to be watching or participating later, Lord. I thank you that you're outside of time and space, mm -hmm. that you are the God that sees the end and from the beginning, and that you're the one who never leaves us nor forsakes us. We don't thank leave us on our own, Lord God. You, you're the God that brings uh, people into family. And so today... Daddy, I pray that you may just continue to reveal yourself to us deeper. Woo us to your side. Show us Jesus so that we can come and just live our lives for your glory, getting to know you and make you known in everything that we do. We love you. We praise you. We bless you. And we pray for good tech in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey. <laughs> so, hey, if you, uh, if you brought your Bible, um, can you turn with me to, to Acts chapter 17? We're gonna, Where we're, are we looking? Is it this and not yeah, that main one? We're kind of okay. looking in the Actually, we try to We try to like look at you, but if you just saw it from this side, we don't always know where, uh, what, <laughs> which thing we're And this so morning, good. because there's multiple things that are out. Uh, so, and, yeah. so, like, if you write, get, turn with the Acts 17. We're in Acts still. We've been talking about we're Acts start for a little counting. bit. I know. How many times you hit I her? hit her a lot. I mean, not, I don't hit her a lot. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't hit her. That's going to be you. Got a clip. I hit my wife a lot. But um, it's funny, like if you, when you relook back, it's like I know I touch her a lot. I hit her. I, I like. It, and it's so just I true. started. Do, we, we never even talked about that. So I started doing it one Sunday as a joke, and yeah. you didn't catch it. I like so then it. I was then I was stuck here. I was like, yeah. I just got to hold his arm because he's not nice. realizing. What do I'm you doing. realize that's why she puts the pillow between us? Like that's <laughs> that's. Yes. It's, it's, it's no deterrent. I just decided this is how I'm comfortable today, just sitting like this, do whatever you need to do. on the sofa, Sounds and good. today we're just going be people with people we're just we're just we're just pastoring people's hearts and their yeah. spirits and their minds That's today true. and some days it's less about the information and less about um all the details and sometimes it's more about like god being have an opportunity to convey his heart and also just 
ministering to your spirit. And that's what we're, um, and our team knows that today, we really feel called to help minister to your spirit. It's also why I kind of feel like there's a lot, um, sometimes sometimes I feel like there's an, an additional effort to thwart things. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that a lot of times it's because of what's at stake for you. So um, we will not be deterred as far as what we have felt God really kind of took us on an off-beaten path today to really, um, just 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 to minister differently yeah yeah agreed yeah yeah and it's 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 amazing that we're still in acts but it's um it's because that, that's just really where god has us and uh mm-hmm. really trying to encourage us as the church to see that when we're going through things we're not alone because the early church went through so much in their journey yes. as well so you know we're gonna we're gonna uh if you need a title today uh the title is just i ha- i dreamed a dream right i dreamed a dream and um, Dino's, uh, Late Miz is one of my favorite uh, shows of all time, one of my favorite plays. I've seen it multiple times. Uh, I love it. I have it on my, I have it on my iTunes. You listen to it a lot. I do listen to it a lot. Um, <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember when you went through that season that constantly you were listening to the soundtrack from Pitch Perfect? No, How about that? I don't How about know what that was about. so bizarre to me? No. It's like Bon Jovi. Yes. The soundtrack to Pitch Perfect. Okay. And Late Miz. I know. And Wicked. You can throw Wicked in there. But you don't listen to that as much as you throw in some Bon Jovi. Of course not. What are you talking about? Bon Jovi's at the top of the list. Yes. By the way, if you've ever been to uh, the, uh, uh, the, our Cherry Hill campus, uh, our stage was, is actually, oh, yeah, actually the last, it, um, it was donated to us, and the last show that was on that stage at the Spectrum, the old Spectrum, was uh, was Bon Jovi. That's right, baby. Yeah. That's right. That's a good stage. Yeah. So I, most but, people are like, who's Bon Jovi? But. No, 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 no. If you are from this area, you know who Bon Jovi is. It's like saying, who's the boss? Come on, somebody. Tony Danza. Um, Tony Danza. <laughs> Tony Danza. Jesus. Um, I'm sorry, Bruce. Because uh, I know you're watching this morning. Yeah, okay. Could be. Uh, you know, uh, in that play, uh, uh, Fontaine is singing, I, I, I dreamed a dream of days gone by. I dreamed a dream how life would be so much better. Mm. And at the end of that song, she says, but life has killed the dream in me. And we just want to talk a little bit this morning about if you're feeling like life, life that you're living right now, the season that you're in has killed the dream in you. Um, or maybe what's what's more uh, of a struggle for us, D, isn't when life's killed the dream, but when God said no to the dream. Yeah. Because that's really where we struggle. When when we've, we have re this so many times this week, um, really trying to make sure that we were hearing what God wanted to say. And it was crazy because we've stayed in that same um, general passage, but he kept just having us drill down. Yeah. And a lot of times when you hear anybody talk about it, including us, a lot of times we'll talk about a dream deferred. Yeah. Well, God's not necessarily saying, yeah, no, you might just be deferred. saying you know, later, or it's not God, or it's the enemy, or it's us getting in our own way, but we really wanted to take a risk and talk about when God says no, because I think that so many people right now are living in the middle of, first of all, like, what on earth is going on, Um, and I think, you know, if you think back to December 31st at 11.59. You were asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, I wasn't late. Um, But if you think back to that, you know, there were dreams attached to that. 
And it's yeah, usually true. like what 2019 looked like, I don't want 2020 to look like. And so we base things off of that. And we had dreams for our families to have one, to, to, to increase one, yeah. um, to married. heal one, yeah. uh, for, for graduations and new beginnings at schools. And um, like you said, weddings, weddings and new jobs, yeah, jobs. and new careers yep. and new goals met and just uh, financial, more financial freedom. And uh, just, we, we, we dreamt of so many shifts and I don't hear a ton of people talking about how awesome it is right now, realizing all of their best dreams, right? <laughs> this isn't someone's best life. So I just, we didn't want to um, shrink back from that and act yeah. like that's not really where people are right now. Because, you know, this morning I was talking to Kyle and I said, I just wish I could say, like, like, how are you doing? Honestly, like, how are you doing, church? How are you doing? Um... I know not everything is bad. I know not everything, but yeah. you know, we have educators, we have custodians, we have people in our church in the medical arena, and uh, the next couple of weeks is going to affect you even more than the last 17 have. And like, how are you? How are you doing? How's your mind? How's your spirit? How's your heart? Um, how are they functioning together? Are they at war with other ones that are under your same roof? You have different opinions that are clashing and you don't know where to land and unity is a commodity it's like you can't you know there's a lot of things on the table and we just wanted to take today look into the word where god has brought us and and see that inside of the word and ask some harder questions yeah. um that god would be okay with us asking yeah 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 dude because i you know in the text that we're gonna look at Paul finds himself not where he had dreamed of being, mm -hmm. uh, kind of in what we would consider plan B. It was not, by the way, our plan B. God, God does have plan B for mm -hmm. us, but sometimes we feel like it's a plan B. Mm -hmm. He's not with his crew. He's not. He's isolated by himself, kind of like many of us are mm -hmm. right now. And he finds himself in Athens. Um, and his response to that is something that that should can speak to us because. Yeah. He, he, his response is real. His response is genuine. Mm. Um, and, and yet it really does release, uh, I think the purpose for the season, which we'll see, is a deeper revelation of who God is to him. Mm. Um, and, and I believe it can be for us as well. So um, I know we have, uh, you have a particular Athens story that we'll have to tell at a later, later time. Um, but <laughs> What's that? Oh, you told it before. Oh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> Just saying that we could have been at the foot of the Parthenon and someone said, I'm not going any further. I don't know who that is. But anyway, so we're going to hop right into... Uh... I sound awesome in that story. <laughs> <laughs> that was after a long plane ride, a long delay, a long everything. Honey, you had every right to, to feel that way. <laughs> Not really, but... No, but it, it's kind of funny because my dream, you know, in that, even in that, like, I was so excited yeah. for us to go to this seventh wonder together, right? Yeah. And then be a part of that. And then you, sometimes we get to a, a place in our life where, like, I'm just not going anywhere. Because what we had gone through to get there to was, get there was so, so... It was... Strenuous. Yeah, correct. That, you know, it took the life out of me. And, 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 it, and, and, and I think... I think right, right now. Exactly what's happening now mm -hmm. is that what can take... It can suck the life right out of us, mm -hmm. kids. So we're we're gonna just hop in a little bit, um, and we're gonna we're gonna unfold some of this, but uh, unpack some of it. But Acts seventeen verse sixteen says this. Now while Paul was waiting for them at Athens, so uh, 
if you remember, we talked about Timothy got circumcised so he could go with Paul. Um, and Silas, uh, were, they were all together. And Paul had just had to leave them in Berea. So he's, he, the, the people he had planned on being with, they're not with. Um, his spirit, it says, while, while he was waiting for them, his spirit was provoked within him as he saw that the city was full of idols. So he reasoned in the synagogue with the Jews and the devout persons and in the marketplace every day with those who had happened to be there. Some of the Epicureans and the Stoic philosophers also conversed with him. Verse 22 says, So Paul, standing in the midst of the Areopagus, which is uh, Mars Hill, the place where Sounds they... Sounds like Snuffleupagus. <laughs> <laughs> Big bird <Bernard> Snuffleupagus. <laughs> I love Snuffy. Okay. Snuffy's awesome. So he was standing in the midst of Snuffleupagus, obviously, uh, or Mars Hill, um, the place of judgment. And he said, Men of Athens, I perceive that in every way you are very religious. For, uh, we're done. Sorry. My son is literally Sorry. on the floor crying over here. How about I pulled out the notes and they're from last week's sermon? Because <laughs> I rewrote them so many times. Okay, I have yeah. to do it. So everything's well, we got, good. Everything's fine. Keep going. Honey. People have checked out already by now. Uh, for, uh, let's see. I think they um, appreciate that we're real. Men, exactly, exactly. Go, with that. So. go I, with We'll that go with that. Men of Athens, I perceive that in every way you are very religious. Mm. For I was passed at, for as I passed along and observed the objects of your worship, as you walked throughout the city, I found also an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. Mm. What therefore you worship as unknown, this I proclaim to you. The God who made the world and everything in it. My friends, can I, listen, I'm speaking this over some, our ears need to open today. We need to hear what Paul is saying. The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, mm. since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything. And he made for, from, uh, from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, listen, having, de having determined allotted periods and the boundaries of what's going on, mm. that they should seek God yes. and perhaps feel their way towards him. Why? To find him. Yet he is actually not far from each one of us, no mm. matter where we are. For in him we live, and in him we move, and in him we have our being. Somebody, church, in mm. him we live, and in him we move, and in him we have our being, no matter where we are. He's there deep. That is such a powerful thing, I think, for him to be able to come to and say, because this wasn't his plan A. Well, his plan A, was it? No, you know, we're saying to each other that someone's story is a powerful backstory. Yeah. Start with, and they lived happily ever after. Great. You know, the first thing you that'll never be me. It, it actually disassociates you. From yep. being able to be present in, in the story, but when you hear the backstory, and that's the, that was the interesting thing too, is that um, God kind of had us backtrack uh, this week to look into something that we had already covered, because because we talked about the jailer, yep. we talked about the the earthquake coming and freeing um, Paul, but we didn't, but there was something that we didn't have feel led to highlight until this week. And now I realize it's it's up against because of what you were just reading and what God has been depositing in you. But um, you know, it, it in a, you go on later if you look on our Instagram stories or our Facebook stories. I uh, we have put two pictures up um, that we were going to reference today. So afterwards, if you want to reference those pictures, you can. But there was a map that we put up of Paul's missionary journeys, yeah. right? And, and we're right now we're in the second missionary journey. And um, if you look at that map. 
and you realize that how he was trying to get into the province of Asia Minor, yeah, right? In Act 16. In Act 16. You, this is, you know, we think cars, right, right, <laughs> we right, think right. getting somewhere fast, but this is like, we're going to do this, and then he and all of his people are coming to do this, and they make their way, they plan, you have to, you have to plan for terrain and weather and food, yeah. and you're making your way, and the whole time you're like, I'm going to Asia Minor, I'm going to go into Asia Minor, and they get there, and two times they try, and the Spirit of God says no. Yeah. And it wasn't circumstance or situation as the spirit said no and that's God a hard said no. thing church when it's like it's easy to come to terms with when we feel as if the enemy has has tried to thwart something yeah. or if we messed up it's almost easier because we can kind of feel like we can take responsibility well I messed that up or if I wouldn't have done this then I could have done that um, or someone else is, it's easy to blame too but when you're like it was God it was God that said no and think about what they wanted to do something wonderful I know Take they the wanted, to, God into they wanted to go yeah. into that into in, into into that people group and share the gospel of Christ. And God, for some reason, and that's the key, yeah, said no. Some reason, it doesn't lay out for it, Paul. Yes, correct. What the reason was, he just said no. And it's not that God doesn't take the word of God into Asia Minor because He doesn't care. Is that later? It just isn't with. It's just not in Correct. this situation, in this season, and with with Paul. Yeah, and to go through all of that, like when you see it, it's it's a long journey. A lot of you have been on long journeys to see dreams realized. Yes. To live inside of a fulfilled dream, and you feel like you've been journeying, 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 or getting to a door, and the fear is, is that God might be saying no. What does that mean for my life? Like, yeah. What could that mean for my future? You know, and when it's the word says that when Paul they went to sleep, Paul had a vision. Yes. And I think it was when he went to sleep. Now I'm just you know, the Macedonian call. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it was yeah. at night, right? So, right. So he had, and there was um, a Macedonian man, and he was begging and pleading with Paul to come to yeah. them. And so it says that they woke up and they concluded that God was sending them to share the gospel with the people of Macedonia. Yeah, which, so is, they, which is Greece, which is, yeah. Yeah, so then you see, if you look at that map, you see then they go all, had to go all the yeah, way over detour. to- Detour. Right, and it, but, it, but it wasn't a detour. Yes, correct. And that's the hardest thing, because you're like- From their perspective, From it was. their perspective, yes. it was. But when they said in that scripture, they concluded that it was God, what do you then have to conclude? That maybe some of the dreams that I had we're not his. Even if they're good dreams. Like, that's what you're saying. It's like, it's not an ungodly dream to that's, do what he's trying to do, but God still said no because it wasn't God's timing. It wasn't God's purpose. It wasn't or, God's plan. Well, we don't know. Right. It just, God just said no. I think sometimes, and that's why we we were talking about we don't want to clean something up because sometimes we, we tend to do that a lot. Like, well, well, we know now that he said later to Paul, but Paul didn't know that. Right. You have to think like let's we have to think and feel and put ourselves into these positions, guys. Is that Paul lived and these men were living their whole lives for God to bring the gospel. So for that door to be shut, when you have the gift of evangelism, and and for instance, as Paul did, and God yeah. says no, you are seeing people's lives not come into the gospel being shared in your mind okay so we don't know if the same people that heard about the gospel years later are the same people that would have heard the gospel right that, that during the first knock 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 when God said no 
And there's so many other things that are attached to those dreams. And so like God, like Kyle was saying, they're good dreams, but it was a God's will. Yes. That's so dangerous because we spend a lot of time convincing God that our dreams are good. Yes. That our dreams will benefit many others. And a lot of times what we do, church, is we set up goals, which are not bad. But the goals are meant to attain particular dreams. And what we don't always process through is that in our in our spirits, those dreams equate to joy, a particular joy that we're not occupying in our current season. And if we're not occupying that joy in a current season, then that is what we're working toward. Correct, correct, correct. Whereas what and we and so what we do is we see the absence of something. We see the absence of joy. So what happens is the enemy speaks so often when a dream is going unrealized. And what he says to us is, is, that, is this, if you don't yeah. have the dream, then you're going to have the alternative, which is your present. And so many of us think yeah. these are the two yeah. options, yes, either correct, the dream correct. that I dreamed for myself or the alternative, which is the situation. Forever. Forever. And this current situation doesn't hold the joy yes. that we have attached to the dreams being fulfilled. So we just see deficit and we see absence. And what we've done is we've equated two things that I think that God wants to speak to this morning. Is there going to be loss sometimes, church, when we don't realize a dream that was a really good dream? The answer is yes. Is that the same thing as there being lack? No. And the answer is no. Yes. Because when we are in inhabiting voluntarily yes the will of God there isn't just a presence of peace alone but that is a beautiful starting point where God can birth his will because his will is attached to dreams our goals are attached to dreams but his will is attached to dreams and sometimes they'll be one and the same yep. and sometimes they won't be but when we are going after dreams that are attached to just the end game of joy, that doesn't necessarily mean they're attached to peace. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that God, I think, has been ministering to me for a lot of people that are watching today. We haven't really been occupying a land of peace. I think there's been a lot of anxiety in people's minds and people's yeah. spirits because they're battling. Yeah thinking that they are going to have to come to terms with living and occupying disappointment and that's not the alternative church and that's the thing that we wanted to put in front of you before now Kyle's going to jump into the scripture that we were reading but that's the true backstory yes Paul as an evangelist he's at every step he's taking he's st he's stepping taking it away from where he was where his what goal was yeah, what is true yeah exactly to go to yeah. Asia Minor every step Every time that the sun sets, every time that the sun rises, every piece of that yes. journey, it's going away from where he had planned for his whole life to be. He had to, he was with people that he had to say, that's, guess that's not what God's saying. Yeah. Like there's always, there's, there's, there's not everybody made it yeah. with him Correct. to occupy the next leg of that dream. Timothy, that yeah. when we talked about that, occupy the dream with him. And then we don't always see Timothy there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, right, that's actually what happens, right? Acts 17, 14 says that he had to leave Timothy and Silas in Berea. Yes. So he, yes. in this text, you know, I think, I think, I think this is one of the, the, the things that we can grab a hold of and take joy from this morning, um, is that 
you know, Paul is alone mm -hmm. in this situation, right? He, he doesn't have his crew. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have the people that he thought he'd be doing life with at that time. Like, say that again. He doesn't have the people that he thought he would be doing life with I, at that time. Which you that I, alone can just take you to your knees. And it takes us, I mean, look, that there are a lot of people in our journey as pastors who we thought we would be still be doing life with yes. at this point in time, and we're not. Sure. And sometimes they're for good reasons, yeah. and sometimes they're not. Yeah. And there's still a toll on that, right? Yeah. There's, there's still a sense of loneliness. Yes. There's a sense of, you know, you rely on your crew. Uh, mm -hmm. That's that's why God brings them together. And so Paul's in a situation very much like us, I think, very much like our world right now, where he's he is living in his plan B. And it's not God's plan B, right. but it's certainly his plan mm -hmm. B at that moment. And, and the Bible says, and I love it, Dean, this is what... God just jumped out at me from the beginning because I preached this. I, I, I preached from this sermon. I mean, this sure, you know this, con this context, this text many this times. Text. But but this word in verse sixteen says that in the midst of this moment where he had dream, dream, and the, the dream that God had said was no, and he's living in this dream right now where he's trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. and he was provoked, and that word jumped off the page of me yeah, because that, that that word provoked in the Greek actually means he was he was deeply stirred within. Mm -hmm. It was stirring within himself, um, and 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 I, I had to ask myself the question: mm. He was provoked toward what? Yeah. What was he provoked for? Because in our mind, provoked is bad a lot of times. Yeah. You're, you're all provoked yeah. to anger, provoked to yeah, anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but provoked. He was deeply stirred within what? And I think that's the question we have to ask ourselves, at least when we find ourselves in these positions, which many of us do today. When I find myself in, in my plan B, which is still God's plan A, mm -hmm. um, what am I provoked to do? And It's easier to be numb. Oh, oh After you've gone through such loss, right? And it's like coming to terms. Yeah, it's, it is. It's hard to be provoked by the things that still provoke the heart of God. Oh. Because your heart is still in mourning. Your heart is probably... God, if you have connected yep. it to God, so yep. it's just like again, church. It's so important that when we're reading through this, that we're not just learning biblical text. We we have to we have to identify. I talk to the guys I disciple all the time about. We don't want to just get through a text. You want to walk around in the text. Yes. And and I think yep. that's part of the issue that a lot of us don't do as Christians. We want to we want to just get through the text so that we have read the text and know the text. But you got to walk around in the text. Yes. And for me, walking around, like right yeah, now, i got to right, be honest, right. this season feels like a plan B for me. Yep. I, I, you and I did not plan on starting an online church, right? Um, You're saying B. I'm like, uh, like R. R. <laughs> we're down to Z. <laughs> um, like, no, right? We, yes. we, had, we were in a, in a season where we thought we were going to be building a new building. Totally. And now we're not even in a building. Yeah. Right? I thought that we were going to have a new pulpit, and now we have a couch pulpit. Like, yeah. it's... I, I gotta be honest, like this is it's been a difficult season. Um and you know it's been a really difficult season for me. But I've had to find out who and who's I am in the midst of it and I think that's mm. like I had to ask myself what provokes me on a Sunday morning. Yes. Does the platform provoke me on a Sunday morning or is the purpose of God provoking me on this Sunday morning? So I think if we're not careful, D, and I know it happens in my life and probably happens in many people's lives, that in these moments where we've dreamed a dream and we're kind of struggling with it. We have to be careful what speaks to us mm. uh, and what provokes us, yes. right? So there's this story um, in Exodus 32, and, and, and you're probably familiar with it, 
where Moses is up on the mountaintop getting uh, the, the, the Ten Commandments from God, right? God's speaking to him, writing with his finger on the tablets. Awesome story. Aaron's down in the valley, and the people are disappointed with God. They're, they're not living out. They didn't think it would be like this. They thought it would be different. They thought they were going into a new season. Now they're in this season. And all, a lot of what we're going through, I think. And the Bible says that Moses comes down, and he finds them with a golden calf. They're worshiping this golden calf. And he like, he's like, Aaron, what the heck, right? So this is the story. He's like, what, what's going on? And Aaron says, well, we didn't know. You were gone for so long. You hadn't shown up in so long. We hadn't heard from God in so long. It hadn't, you know, the, the, the spokesperson hadn't been, the miracles hadn't, nothing had shown. So, so this is what happened. We have a, a fire truck going by our house. There's usually more than one. There's usually 17 that go by at the same time. But Moses said, Aaron says, so I asked the people for gold, their gold, which they got from Egypt, and I threw it in a fire. And this is actually what this says. And out came this, this, uh, this golden calf. It just left out. It just, just left out. And I always thought, like, like, first of all, can I just say, that's what happens when we take what the world seems as valuable, gold from Egypt, Egypt is the world, what, gold seems as, uh, what the world seems as valuable, throw it in the fire of our disappointment and despair. Out, something out will leap out that's not God. But I always thought, and you and I have joked about it before, like Aaron's like, it's not my fault, it just came out. It just left out of the fire. And it always sounds like an excuse to me, and maybe it was. But I started thinking about that and said, maybe, just maybe, the, it's actually, maybe the enemy actually did that. Maybe the enemy actually did cause the, the, the calf to come out. So it added a little mystical moment. And it was just mystical enough to speak to their broken souls. And I think that's what can happen in our life sometimes uh, in these moments things that we will we'll be looking for the mystical we're looking for something to speak to us in the moment of it and it's like um oh I, pastor you gotta know i met her when i met her she was eating a cheeseburger and pastor you know that cheeseburgers are my favorite it's gotta be god yeah. no 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 my friends these moments we got to be careful not to uh confuse the circumstantial with the supernatural because a lot of what was in aaron's hand was circumstantial it may have had a mystical side to it but, it, but it, it may have a mystical quality, but it didn't have a God quality. What was in Moses' hand was supernatural. It came from the Word of God. It was written by the yes. finger of God. It held the very nature of the Spirit of God in us. And, 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 and if we're not careful, what, when we make our decisions out of those two things, one will lead to, I think, bad decisions, yeah. and the other is going to lead to faith decisions in our life. And yeah, I think that's one of the things that you and I were talking about, is that when our hearts are too connected to our dreams— and not the God of our dreams, um, it sets ourselves up for disappointment and um, discouragement me, a lot. Actually, yeah. I just feel like I, that's why I was writing it down, because it's like, what if I forget what you just said? No, say it. So I think that God wants me to point out something that, I think that he, he's just like, show them the, um, show them the, the, actually, one second, this is just like, a, we have to, have to do this online. Um, we, we don't have to start at 12. 12. Yep, go. So we, we normally yeah. start kids at 12. So we, We're going to have to start kids a little kids later. Kids will start later after we're done, yeah. Um, but uh, he was just showing me to connect these dots. So we often have disappointment that goes unidentified as such. Um, if it's Particularly if it's connected to him. Yeah. So we can be like, oh, life, oh, my job, yes. oh, my family, oh, my uh, But... In our spirit, we have truth. 
Yes, correct, right? correct. So correct. deep calls unto deep. deep. Yes. So we know in our spirit that this might be connected to God. And if we don't bring that into the light and have real conversations yep. with yep. God, that disappointment finds its footing in entitlement. Yes. And the entitlement has to find an outlet, and it's always an offense. Always. I, I don't know anyone who feels entitled and is not offended. Yes. Nope, nobody. When and you're if you're not yet, you will be. When you're entitled, but he, even in, in, the, in the definition of an entitled being, in an entitled person, in an entitled attitude, you're offended. Yeah. Because something is due you. Something is due yeah, you. Yeah, correct. And so that, I think, is part of, you know, they, if God chose to bless them with the gold, they certainly weren't putting it in there to bless him. 100% they, they weren't. They sowed yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. They sowed it because they were disappointed, disappointed and felt entitled to do something with that disappointment. And it led to offense. And absolutely. I just think that, you know, sometimes we talk about offense and people um, can struggle with feeling like, uh, I'm not. I'm not offended. I'm not offended with God. Yeah. And, you know, in my mind, I've just been thinking about like, so how do we help people if they have to forgive God? Because yeah. a lot of times we say that and we yep. go, oh well, God couldn't do anything wrong, so there's nothing to forgive. Really, how many times have we had to forgive someone who didn't actually do something wrong? Yeah, correct. But we felt offended yes. by what they've done, and it felt real to me. Yep. Right. Yeah. So correct. it's like this is these are the things that you have to not be afraid to to put into the light, church, because. If there is disappointment that has gone that has gone um, in the dark, it's going to birth entitlement that's going to result in offense with God. It doesn't matter who you're saying. Correct. It's really ultimately going to come between you and God. Uh, Proverbs 13, 12 says, Deferred makes the heart sick. So there's no way we can't be yes. in the midst of that. Because the Word tells us, Remember that time I did that word study and I was like trying to prove <laughs> that we could hope for stuff? Oh yeah. And God yeah. every time you studied it was like hope in God. Yeah. So if so if our hope is for something and not in, in him, him, we are going to end up with a sick spirit. If we had Absolutely. and it doesn't again, church, it doesn't mean that goals are bad. And and I can already hear someone saying, Well then how do I know? Like how do I know yeah. if my goals and my dreams are God birthed or me birthed? A lot of times people will ask us that question, and we always respond by saying, what is the Spirit of God been showing? Because the Spirit of God showed Paul. He said no. Yeah. That's a tough one because a lot of times we want people to give us access to our dream being fulfilled. And we don't want to give access to God to say no. But the Spirit of God will show himself. He will begin to testify to your spirit. And peace, true peace, not not relief. Yes. I think a lot of people go off of relief. Yeah, when do they feel relieved? Oh, I made the right decision because I'm so relieved. That's not necessarily peace. So God will give you the testimony and the testament of peace inside of your being when you are yielding to his will versus to your dream. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, I, I think I think that's where de- where we struggle because when when we're provoked more by our pain, mm-hmm. right? Then 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 the, then the purpose of God in the midst of yes. it, and the purpose of God in the midst of it is actually to make Himself known. It's not even to get us right. to to a place right. or, or to a fulfillment. To it's to make Himself known. That's actually what Paul says, because you know I I love this text because he recognizes that whatever we surround ourselves with, right, speaks to us. 
like I'm, I've been in your city all day. Yeah. You surrounded yourself with all these gods, yeah. which are speaking to you, right? Yeah. Some are speaking peace and calm, yeah. and you know you can rely on me and what is needed. And then some, like we talked about this yesterday, but some of them is fear because they literally put this. Temp, uh, the statue of an yes. unknown god. Why? Why do you do that? To hedge your bet, yeah. right? Because you're like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> I'm hedging my bet just in case I don't want to. I don't want to tick offense. somebody off. I don't want to offend somebody. Mm -hmm. And and all those things um, are, are there. And I, and I think what I love about Paul that's speaking to me in the in the, in, in in this story, um, in in when in what I'm going through and what I think the church is going through, is that he doesn't. What, what he's provoked about is he's not talking about all the issues that Athens has at the moment. Mm. Right, he's not. He didn't put him on blast for right. having all the idols. Yeah. He he actually yeah, he, he actually is he actually tr is, he sees not things that are in Athens, hmm. not the bad things that are yes. in Athens. And, and in our world right now, putting people on blast for the negative things that are going yeah. on. No, no, he was provoked. When the Bible says he was provoked, he wasn't provoked out of his pain, which I would get. He was actually provoked out of his passion, which was to to to, to make God known. And to know God in the midst of what what that plan was. His true conviction his was true revealed conviction. through what provoked him. A hundred percent. It was. His it true was conviction was absolutely right. proved, not the rhetoric that comes out of us. Yes, correct. He says, no, I really just want to please God. I just want to please God. Me. Yeah. But it, it. But what is provokes us is just spiritually provoked. Yeah, because I, he says in this, like, sorry, I know, sorry, <laughs> I told you. Are we having a moment? <laughs> We're having a moment. Um, I well, because what comes out of him is is. Like, again, we have to, sometimes we separate in the Bible, like, I know, but he is Paul. No, yeah, no, no, he's right. a person. He's, he's alone, he's walking around in what he could have thought, could have thought was plan B. And he stops and he says to the people, what comes out of him in verse 26 and 27 is, don't you understand that God sets appointed times, God sets seasons, yeah. God sets things, so, oh, I know it's the enemy, and this, no, 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 God set this, I want to tell you, God has set the season, Yeah. Um, and God has set the season, I'm not saying everything going on in the season is God, God has set the season, he understands Excellent. what's going on in this, Excellent. and he said, I just want you to know why God sets the seasons that you're in, he sets the season that you're in so that you can know him and make him known so Love that it. you can seek him and you can find him your dream may be no but god is no less able to be known and be made known in the moment that you're in today than if the dream was yes and i think sometimes we think the dream is no god can't be made how do i how do i let god how do i know god in this how do i make and god known I in this? Joy. Uh, yes and will it make well, me just as happy so, as my dream so this is the this is the thing that I, um that that that's so so good because uh, in, in Genesis 32, there's this moment, which we many of us have known, but uh, Jacob, right? Jacob, who we, you know, obviously our son's name is Jacob. And uh, he, his story, we're all like, oh, Jacob, he's one of the forefathers yeah, of faith, yeah, right? Yeah. His story's messed up. Like, <laughs> so he, he, he goes to marry this girl. Mm -hmm. He works for seven years to marry Rachel, right? Okay. He gets to the altar, and the father slipped him a Mickey and gave him Leah. Yeah. So then he has to work for another seven years, disappointed, and work for another seven years to get Rachel. Mm -hmm. He finally gets Rachel, and the, the, he's, he's living with his father-in-law. Everything goes bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's horrible. Like, mm -hmm. It's bad. He thought his business was going to take off, and now the business uh, uh, relationship they have is horrible. He has to flee. His yeah. father-in-law's chasing him down. While his father-in-law's chasing him down, he runs into his brother Esau, who he cheated out yeah. of his inheritance, right, for that cup of soup thing, right? And, and 
and, and he's so worried, he's afraid he's going to kill him and die. So he starts to flee the other direction. He's freaking out. He falls asleep. In the middle of that, he's woken up by a big glowing dude. Mm -hmm. And the glowing dude starts to wrestle him. He's having a bad day, right? I mean, this is a, this is a horrible story. And in the middle of wrestling with this angel, the angel touches his hip and dislocates. Yes. Now he's in pain. Now he's got a limp. Now everything is horrible. Now, this was not his plan A. I promise you, his plan A was not to go through all of this stuff. And then the angel stops. And I believe that this is a theophany. This is an expression of Jesus, pre-incarnate expression of Jesus. And Jesus stops and says, uh, I want to let you know, your name is no longer Jacob. You're no longer a liar. You are now Israel. You are now the Prince mm -hmm. of God. Because you have wrestled with God and with man. And you're still here. The nation is not called the nation of Jacob. The people of God are called the people of Israel. He changed everything in that moment. There was a new revelation of himself, and there was a new revelation of God that came in the midst of that mm -hmm. plan B, run. I didn't think life was going to be like this. Can't believe my, my business partner is trying to cheat right. me out. I can't believe my family is coming against me. I can't believe life isn't the way I thought it would be. I can't believe even God is sitting here, bring, what I think bringing pain to my life, and shoo! No, 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 I need you to see something different about me and about you. Da Daniel chapter 2 verse 22 says, God reveals the deep and hidden things. Mm -hmm. It's God who reveals the deep and hidden things. And a lot of times it's in the midst of our Athen Athens moments. There's a revelation of God that's there to be, to be made known. You know, it, it, it wasn't a God that didn't have a name. Mm -hmm. It was a God of the name. Of the name that, that, that Paul was going to make known. It wasn't a God without a name. Yeah. There was a God who had a name. And his name was Jesus. And he was going to make it known. And I think in these moments, the, our opportunity is to make known the one who, had, who has always been there. That statue had always been there. And now it was just, yeah. who is he? Mm -hmm. What's, is the name I'm putting on it disappointment? And is the name I'm putting on it? can't believe God is yeah. the name I'm putting on it despairs the name I'm putting on it heartbroken is heartbroken. the name I'm putting on it I guess this is second best or is the name I'm putting on the God that's always been there is the name above every name the name of Jesus Christ who we say we will bow our knee mm. and actually give him everything when we actually say yes to him we say God take it all all that I am all that I have all that I ever will be I give to you as long as it's my plan a mm -hmm. I give it to you and he said, no, 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 I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it known. And what we, what, why I want to say that, my friends, is this. Because God's presence, God's presence is, is resident in every person. God's presence is resident in every city, in every generation. But it takes a godly word to turn that residency into a revelation. It, it, it took Paul being the, bringing the word like to, 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 for them to be able to figure out the statue. We, we, need to, we, need to, we, we need to have the word come and make sense of where we are. It, it, it's not, I don't want to trust the, the, the calf that's jumping out of the fire. Right. I want the word to come in. I've had to shape where we are right now. Like, mm -hmm. like redefine what church is. And even redefine have the Holy Spirit teach us the word. 100%. It's not even just us reading the word. No, right, exactly. We, we needed 
the Holy Spirit to be our pastors, to be our teachers, to be our mentor, yes. to be our interpreter, yeah. to be our counselor, to be our comforter. It, you know, I think that's what brings the word alive. That's he is yes. what brings it yes, beyond just a textbook of how to or the best ways for me to approach a pandemic. No, because what what God what the what the Spirit of God shows you to read in the Word, and what He shows me to read, like which passage Correct. it has, it's it's alive, God. it's breathing, it's functioning, it's working, it's healing, it's revealing all of these yes. things, and we all don't have that same thing. And so when I, we asked you at the beginning, like, how are you doing? Everybody's answer is going to be based upon scenarios that are completely different than anyone else's scenarios. Correct. So that as unique as your scenario is to your answer is as unique as the insight that the Spirit of God will give you through the Word, not through you know twenty minutes or yes. whatever on a Sunday. He, what you're facing is greater than what we could ever bring to you on a Sunday morning. And there, there is healing that has to take place that that is for disappointment that has gone unexposed. And I just, I just yeah. feel like it's important to say that to you, that he's not asking you to get over it. He's asking for access to heal it. Yes. Yeah, yes. And, and see, that's why I think what Paul actually brings is not good theology. He brings a person. Yes. What we need, my friends, and we need Jesus in the midst of our moments. That, uh, that statue was there. But it took the word of God to move it from just being a resident in, 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 in the city to being a revelation of God yes. in the city of who Jesus is in the midst of all this. The Bible says in John 1, 17 that uh, the law came through Moses. Moses came and brought the law. The law was resident before Jesus came. Yes. It was there. It was resident right. in the city. But it wasn't until the word became flesh that it actually became a living revelation of Jesus. Yeah. And that's what we need my friends, we don't need just uh, the concept of God, the statue of God, the image living in our life there. The, 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 God being resident in our life brings salvation, but the revelation of God in the midst of our circumstance can bring salvation into our situation. Mm -hmm. It's completely different in the midst of all this. And I think what Paul says that is speaking to me is like Paul, his revelation in that moment is that his life needed to be less dream-centric and more Christ-centric. Paul. Paul. I don't, I don't need Paul. to be talking about my dream. Paul did not stand up and say, I'm provoked because my dream was to come to Athens. Or I guess my dream, he, he said, I'm provoked because, let me tell you who Christ is. Let me tell you who Jesus really is. He, he actually brought life to the image that was there in people. I had, I had a, uh, a roommate, D, and you probably did too in college, but... Um, that he was dating somebody when they came in. It was a girl back home. Mm. And he always had her, her picture on his, the dresser, you know, when we had. And, like, in the beginning of semester, he was all, like, you know, he'd talk to it when it came in and, oh. you know, blow it a kiss or whatever. You know, he's really he kind of, like, he was much more interactive I, with I the picture. I didn't have friends that did that. All right. Well, you know, we're lonely. And, 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 but I, what was interesting, I think, as I think back on it, the more, the longer the semester went on, yeah. The less interactive to that picture he became. Yeah, until that right? picture was gone. Right, right. No, but no. when she showed up, out of picture, there's everything was different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah, when yeah. she showed up, everything yeah, was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that's what can happen in our life yeah. with God. When God is just a picture on our dresser, who we're relating to, yep. who kind of we're dating on the side, like 
hey, the longer we get into the semester of life or the or the plan B or the broken, yeah, totally. Like you forget what the person's voice sounds like. Right. You forget what their presence felt like. Correct. You forget like that that the the history with that person. You know, like that's true. Like they would come and all of a sudden you're, you're like, like, oh, yeah, you're th- oh, you're a three dimensional person again. Correct. It's kind of like you know the danger of treating God the way that we treat our relationship through um, technology. And every other option becomes available. Like, uh, this is what I know. You can have the picture on the dresser, uh, and the longer that you're in, in, in that semester, the more other options become available for you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when the person shows up, yes. oh, yeah. there's no other option. Yeah. And that's, 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 that's what I, look, in America, the church has been resident in our, in our world for so long. But it's time for the church mm. of Jesus Christ to bring a revelation of God into our communities. It's not just being resident in there. It's not just having God and, and his salvation in our life. It's actually making sure that the revelation of who Jesus is is alive and living. Because if, if not, if we're not careful, D, man, that, that a go, a golden calf's just going to hop out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll name it. We'll name it. We'll claim it. And we'll claim it. And we'll cuddle with it. Yeah. Well, guys, this is what I... But Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the only way to get to the Father. And if you know me, you will know the Father even more. And that's that's what our hope and dream is for each and every one of us today who's watching. That no matter where you are in your journey with God, that Jesus isn't just resident in your life, that you actually have a deeper revelation of who he is in your life. And that through that, you are changed. Um, and that you help bring that change to other people as well. And so we're just going to pray. Um, and can I invite you, if you've never accepted Jesus in your life, maybe this is the time for you to come and know who he is. Um and allow him to bring health into that brokenness in your life. And maybe, maybe, Dee, like so many, you've been disappointed in with God. And uh, yeah. yeah, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray for people yeah. who have been disappointed, and then um, yeah, we'll, we'll pray for people yep. to uh, to accept the Lord for the first time. So God, I pray for people today, God, that are connecting with. The sorrow that they've been trying to power through or that they've just resigned themselves to having to cohabitate with. God, I pray that you would send immense ministry of your anointing into those rooms right now, God. That you would let people know that you see the disappointment that they've suffered. Uh, that you see what they are trying to come to terms with. And that there aren't just two options. It's not just the dreams that they've dreamed or the alternative of the now. God, that you would help them to be able to heal well so that they can truly yield to dreams that hold great joy and peace that are birthed from you. God, I pray that they would not lose any more time trying to figure out if it was a bad dream or not ever you or if you're saying no or what does this mean about them or their worth. God, I pray that those voices that try to distract from them into your will and into your fullness of joy would be shuttered today, that they would be shut down 
and silence. But God, I do. I pray for an immense ministry mm. of your anointing to fill rooms today, yes. God, to fill minds that there would not just be a replacement with hope, God, but that there would be a deep bomb that comes into people's hearts and minds and that their spirits would be ministered to today, Father, that they would feel like this is not their forever, but they don't need to dream for their forever, and they can also trust you with mm. their forever, yes, that Lord. you are trustworthy of dreaming better, mm. better, above anything that we could ever ask, hope, or think, or imagine, God, that your love for yes. them will propel the dreams that you hold for them to be even greater than imagined. So, Father, I pray mm. that you would begin to release people of disappointment as you heal them, as they are earnest before you, God. And I pray, Lord, that your bomb would do what no other man's words can do, and yes. that is bring wholeness yes. in the name and the power of Jesus. Yes, Lord, amen. Listen, if you wanna, if you wanna make Jesus Lord of your life, if you wanna go all in, no matter where you are with your walk with God, if today is a day for you to say yes, can you just pray with me? The Bible simply says, if you cry out to the Lord, He'll hear your prayer. He'll come. And today you'll be saved. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Here I am today. Here I am today. I've come to give you all my life. I've come to give you all my life. Everything I've got. Everything I've got. And all that I ever will be. And all that I ever will be. I give to you now. I give to you now. I'm asking you, Jesus. I'm asking you, Lord of my life. To be the Lord of my life. Forgive me of my sin. Forgive me of my sin. For trying to do it my own way. For trying to do it my own way. I surrender to you. I surrender to you. I choose today. I choose today to know you. To know you and to make you know. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I believe that there are people that prayed that prayer today, and I believe that there is a hope being stirred. And if you want to understand a little bit more, yes, provoked and compelled and. And um, if you want to understand a little bit more about what that decision was that you just made was all about and what are the next steps, we have a free book that we would love to send your way. It's called The Surprise of Your Life, and it was written by one of our pastors, Pastor Rick Campana, and the forward was written by Carson Wentz, and we would love to send that to you for free of charge. So on whatever platform you're watching, um, you can send your name and your address to the email provided, and we'll Absolutely. And uh, hey, church, we want to really encourage you to take a moment, uh, take a moment right now and to participate in worship by giving. Uh, yeah. you, can, you can use the link tree link that's right there. Just kind of go on there and give, you know, God, we can never outgive God. For God so loved the world, he gave. God is a such a natural giver. Thank um, God for that. And I know, it's absolutely right. <laughs> Thank and, you, you know, the, 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 the purpose of why God gave should be the purpose why we give as well. Uh, to bless people and to let people uh, to bless God and to bless people. Mm. Um, it's all about an act of love. So you know, uh, this week we had to um, postpone due to some uh, circumstances beyond our control. Yeah. Uh, the our TKC food giveaway. Okay, but you'll see that this week being announced on social media. Uh, so keep your eyes on social media, and we'll announce that run this week. But we are on Tuesday night. Tuesday night at seven p.m. Join us for the chat room and um, church. Just linger on this word today so that it ministers life to you and hope and and we're praying for you more than yeah, you know so you we so love much. you church and we'll see you on tuesday tuesday god bless you guys stay tuned for kids if you're a parent yeah